This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. Hello. Uh, and uh, we, the two of us, along with our very favorite Holly Roberts. Hi are taking you to 3 o'clock today. Uh, and while we're on the journey, um, we got to talk about B to the T to the S. Yeah, we do. And we talked about it yesterday, did we not? Well, and maybe even the day before. I think so, yeah. Last the, couple days. The big announcement that they are going to go on hiatus. But we speculated, and a lot of people have been speculating, that you know we've been down this road before, <clears throat> One Direction and others. Um, we've seen this play where people say, we're going to take a little break. People are going to do some solo stuff. We'll come back. Don't worry. Mm. And then they never do. And, um, well, that really sent shockwaves through the world. I mean, as you can imagine, because BTS is a global phenomenon at this point. And uh, I read something uh, at the tail end of yesterday that made me say, hmm, oh, look at this. I wonder why they're trying so hard to now deny that this is the permanent end of the group, which they did and we'll talk about. And that's because uh, there's a story uh, on the Internet, because, you know, all things on the Internet are real. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, there was uh, uh, news, nonetheless, that the shares of the record label, um, uh, H-Y-B-E, that's BTS's label. Oh my gosh, there's reported, so many letters. BTS, H-Y-B-E, uh, reported shares plun- plunging 25% on news that they would be going on a hiatus, which wiped out nearly $1.7 billion off their market value. Look, I'm no business. Like, I don't watch, like, CNBC, mostly. Um, except they do have that Jay Leno Cars show, which I do enjoy. You do like that show. Um, but that that seems like a huge reaction Money wise, mm-hmm. which may indicate then why they've begun to push back a little bit of which we started talking about yesterday on this notion that it's permanent. OK, so this is what I think is OK. I think this is really interesting because when I saw your headline, I had a memory. Now, before we get into my memory, I have to look over here and say, Holly Roberts, you are not uh, party to our preparations today. This is true. But you will notice that in, at the end of this segment, there's a little uh, treat that I would like for you to be open, oh. available, and ready to deliver. I love treats. I, something tickled tickled my memory. Memory. Not my memory. Tickled my memory when I saw this headline. And I thought, this is interesting because I think I had been anticipating or wasn't surprised by the notion of a hiatus. And I had a very vivid memory of early pandemic time when we were all separated. I remember talking about BTS in the form of a blind item. Oh, okay. And this was back in 2021. Yeah. And so... I would like for Holly to administer said blind item, and we'll just sing it. Blind, blind 
demanded by the item. The demand for this initial foreign-born group is way down. Sales are down and views are down. Interactions are down. People are tired of the group, and 2021 will be when they announce their final tour. Dun-dun-dun. So well, that was 2021, and yeah. now we're in 2022, and they're like, deuces, we're out. And then we get the report. What do you mean, we that get the report? This, that, that announcement oh. plummeted. The shares. Yeah, no, it had a literal impact. I mean, it happened. Um, And what I can say is that, um, you know, in that pushing back, they have tried very, very hard. And again, we mentioned this yesterday, but to just go further, because TMZ had this story about how the band, don't worry, you guys, they're not going on hiatus. And their story was, um, or at least the story that they're telling is that, no, 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 this literally was bad translation from Korean to English. So there was an uproar, of course, when, uh, as I said, they talked about the group's future. And apparently the English subtitle, now I'm just giving you the story, I'm not telling you what to believe, but the English subtitle translation stated that they were taking a, quote, hiatus. The label, which, again, lost $1.7 billion on that Uh news, is now uh, fully backpedaling, saying, no, no, no. To be clear, they are not on a hiatus, but they will take time to explore some solo projects at this time and remain active in various formats. Now, I ask you a question. Yeah. I mean, I don't speak Korean. No. So I can't speak to the mistranslation. Um, But when you say to me, no, 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 they're not on hiatus, but... And this is, again, the quote from the the rep. They're not on hiatus, but will take time to explore some solo projects at this time and remain active in various different formats. Yeah. Is that different? Well, the English to English translation. That's what I mean. Yeah. It means all the same to me. Yeah. So uh, no, I don't no think it's difference different. There. It's, it's not like they said hiatus and they really meant... Um, um, Horse ride. Exactly. Or like... <laughs> bushel of apples yeah i mean it literally was a distinction without a difference if you ask me at least in comparing the two english uh versions of what's being said here because again i don't know what difference there is between a hiatus and um pursuing solo taking time to pursue solo projects that's the same thing that means they're not going to be together and when you saw that 1.7 billion dollar loss clearly yeah that forced them to backpedal now you know, I'm glad that you brought the blind item because that tells us that this was probably in the offing for a very long time. But what's also interesting then is why did they lose so much money on news that they were disbanding if right, there was a financial have, incentive to do so? Right. Like it, it from so when we're kind of taking a step back and doing what we do, we're reading kind of between some lines and some uh, rumor and innuendo and reports of reports and apparently translations of translations um it it looks like the trajectory was something like they were already kind of losing steam yeah and maybe that gave them an opportunity to consider doing different projects and then they decided to do the different projects but then the announcement had this other effect that Mm -hmm. we didn't even know about and then it makes me think about yesterday's blind item which you may remember was Mm -hmm. that they will the 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 band will continue to exist just maybe not with the same people but there might be some different players which then that makes sense to me in the sense that yeah you would want to kind of if if they if they had that big of an impact on the bottom line of their label 
they would they would be scrambling to try to figure out how to make this thing continue to go um, while the artists have already committed to wanting to do some solo stuff. Well, I also wonder, too, yes, and if the people involved, because, again, this BTS, like we're thinking of it as an entity, but mm-hmm. it really is a group of people, individuals. Right. And I wonder if there's a struggle between the label and the individuals because, you know, and I think you talked about this and when we had our discussion yesterday, I mean, they started at a very young age. This Mm -hmm. was many years ago. I don't remember or I don't know, actually, Uh, Kimberly, if you're listening, feel free to call in. But I really do think one fan. But I think it was like 2013. Yeah. So that means that they've spent a good portion of their existence on planet Earth being BTS. And Mm -hmm. I can imagine if you are an artist, which these uh, gentlemen are, that you would want some time to explore your own stuff and they're very likely it seems to me is a miscommunication or a difference of opinion between some at the label and some of these individuals or at least that could help explain why you know they're pushing to do this but at the same time trying to make sure all bases are covered like we're going to go on hiatus but it's not permanent but don't worry we're going to be back but we're not going to be together but you're going to do solo but it's not going to be together right like that might begin to explain yeah. some of the cognitive dissonance that we're seeing. Right. It's I, I think what they're trying to do is figure out how to create, how to tailor the proper message so that uh, they can have their cake and eat it, too. Yeah, that sounds like a single. Right. Sure. Cake and eat it, too. But, you know, listen, this is not so far from, you know, a boy band truly cannot be a boy band forever. Well, no, because then it's like a man band. Right. And. I hate to say this because I bet that there are big fans of BTS who might not define them as a boy band, but they have all the hallmarks of a boy band, right? And when you think about the boy bands of our time, all of them at some point made that decision to pursue other opportunities. Yeah. But, I mean, how many times can you just show up and do the same thing without being like, okay, I'm ready to try something new? Right. Whether your fans are ready for that or not. Well, and, you know, they do it to varying degrees of success, right? I mean, for every Justin Timberlake, there's a J.C. Chazé, right? Yeah. They don't all make it big. But what's on the other side of that? I don't, you know I don't know what that means, by the way. J. Oh, C. my God. Chazé. He was one of the members of I mean, NSYNC. I know he was like a member, but I don't know what like what his status is or where his, he was in the pyramid. That's of, what I mean. He yeah. was like he was like he and Justin Timberlake were like the two hotties of NSYNC. But one and got hotter. Justin Timberlake got hotter, yeah. and JC Chazé did something, and then was like bye, bye, right. So like for each Justin Timberlake super successful, there's a JC Chazé who everybody thought should be successful and then petered out, and on the other side of this. On the and we don't know when, but on the other side of this will be the opportunity for a reunion tour, yeah. which is where they will recoup everything they've well, lost. You gotta believe. I don't know. See, this the, what this tells me is a. I don't know a lot about the industry in Korea, the mm-hmm. music industry in Korea, um, because they were a thing far longer than they've been a thing globally, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't understand the industry, so I don't want to make comparisons that I'm not familiar with. But I would imagine. That it's much like here in that in that you've got executives who want one thing, right? right? And they're not the creatives. They're just the bottom lines. And their their instincts and their expertise is different than that of the individual members. And I would imagine, you know, it is inevitable that there's going to be some friction yeah. that will culminate at some point. But I don't know if it's like all of them get together and decide what they're going to do. 
or if literally someone walks in a room and says, this is what you're doing. Can I don't you know. imagine? Can you imagine the, that committee? I mean, there's no. what, eight of them? Seven or eight, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not like our, like the traditional uh, uh, U.S. model of a boy band is four to five members. Seven. Um, BTS, yeah, has seven members. So imagine trying to get all of them on the same page, um, especially at this point, especially if they're already talking about solo projects. It's going to be really hard to get them to agree on. Well, I mean, I feel like you could even like have one of them shoot off and then like four of them get together and do it. Like, yes. <laughs> have another like act. a separate yeah, or like a barbershop quartet. Yeah, exactly. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to go on a very short hiatus, um, really just a couple minutes. And when we come back, the project we'll be working on is a dirt alert. Holly Roberts is going to bring us all the dirt from Hollywood after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. The stunning Holly Roberts is here with all of the dirt. Straight from Hollywood, it's a dirt alert. Hey, Hulk. Hey, guys. Let's talk about Beyonce's new album, Renaissance. Mm, I'd rather listen to it, but we well, can talk about it since that's all we have. We're going to have to wait for now. In, for now until the end of July. It was announced today that Beyonce is going to release her next album, Renaissance, on July 29th. Uh, she shared this in a tweet. It will be Beyonce's seventh solo album. It includes 16 Bless tracks. You. Oh, I tried to... Tried to avoid it. It it is a scene, and it includes Uh sixteen tracks. Appears to be a double album, according to sources. And the tweet describes this project as Renaissance Act One. Now we haven't had a traditional solo Beyonce album since Lemonade. Oh my word! It's I remember. You know, I literally you stayed up. I did for Lemonade. You did honestly. And watch the whole thing. It was just magical. Yeah. I mean, the level of creativity, I just, I aspire to one one hundredth of the creativity that is in that woman's brain. Right. Yeah. And some of the creativity we can actually see right now because Beyonce is on the cover of the July issue of British Vogue. Oh, okay. How does she look? I bet amazing. Uh, Stunning. Amazing. I don't think she's real, you guys. I think that's, I'm working on that right now. She but you can't know be what's real. interesting? She's so amazing. What's interesting to me is that she seems the realest uh, non-real celebrity in the sense that. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <clears throat> it's, she's got kind of an old school vibe of celebrity. Like she, I don't know. There's something about her that is magic mm-hmm. and she defies 
All description. I'll just leave it at that. Really? I'm now she's trying to find her queen. own Vogue. Oh, well, she, okay. Well, yeah, she looks amazing. Yeah, she's very much in control of her narrative as a celebrity, as an artist. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't come across as like unnecessarily or um, ostentatiously aloof. Mm-hmm. Now, editor-in-chief Edward Enenfull of British Vogue describes the issue, the July issue of British Vogue, with Beyonce on the cover. The photo shoot as a fashion fantasia spun from the tropes of club life during the last century's final quarter, including mirror balls, light boxes, and headdresses. I mean, she looks unreal. Yeah, she looks amazing. Yeah, she looks amazing. So, Oh, these pictures are stunning. So if you want maybe perhaps an aesthetic tease of what Renaissance is going to have for us sonically, you can go and look at these pictures of the, Beyonce and British Vogue. The other thing I always appreciate appreciate about Beyonce is that she is very keen to tell a story and there's always a narrative and that's what I enjoy. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, you know, fashion glamour, which is fine, but that plus story makes it even better. Yeah. Ah, wonderful. So good news today. We're going to have a fantastic summer with new stuff from Beyonce. Uh, Samuel Jackson doing an interview and saying that he'd rather be Nick Fury than do statue chasing movies. So Samuel Mm. Jackson has played Nick Fury in the Marvel Cinematic Universe for quite some time. He's doing a new interview with the Los Angeles Times. And he said, you know what? Hey, I'm totally fine doing Nick Fury movies. Now, he did receive an honorary Oscar at the Governor's Award this year during the non-televised ceremony. Uh, and he's, you know, totally fine. I, You know, I find this to be very refreshing. And I wish, you know, that... I wish that actors would let us in a little bit more to kind of the stage they're in because I think that's an interesting conversation to have. Like Samuel L. Jackson is in the phase of his career where he's like, I know this character. I can do this character. This character brings in money. I can, I can enjoy spending time as this character. And I just, maybe I'm not in a spot right now where I need to be doing these deep tracks that are going to, you know, just well, pile up statues for my uh, shelves. Yeah, especially if you don't want to do them. Like, yeah. I don't understand the idea of, like, if you do something and your heart's in it and you win something as a result, great. But I think if I were an actor and I'm not, I would be the kind of actor that would lean towards this direction, which is like, I'm, I'm at a level of success where I'm just going to do what I enjoy. Yeah. Or I also think there's just some, you know, just something plainly understandable and relatable about being like I'm going to collect a paycheck because I can make some fat Bank. stacks oh my doing these movies which sure I'm not going to get an Oscar but like what's that again I mean trust I, yeah. I imagine the allure of an Oscar is is intense however well, he tells the Los Angeles Times, Samuel L. Jackson, I was never going to let the Oscars be a measure of my success or failure as an actor. He said, my yardstick of success is my happiness. Am I satisfied mm. with what I'm doing? I I'm like not that. doing statue chasing movies. Oh. He also adds, if you do this, he said that, that people whisper to him, if you do this movie, you'll win an Oscar. And Samuel Jackson's reply is, no thanks, I'd rather be Nick Fury. And why are you whispering? Yeah. Well, yeah, and why are you whispering? Or having fun being Mace Windu with a lightsaber in oh, my hand. Oh gosh, I yeah. love that so much. It is so refreshing because it's like people are motivated by different things. And 
to to assume that everybody is motivated by you know uh, accolades and decoration is is missing life. Yeah, and he's just like y'all. I just I want to be happy, and that's my success, and I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, I mean you're in control of determining what success means to you. Yeah. Oh, I love it. All right. Well, we got a hot teaser trailer, Colleen and Bradley. Don't know if you had an opportunity to watch this. We're getting our first look at Ana de Armas. As Marilyn Monroe in the upcoming movie, how do we like it? Well, we're getting visuals, and they're fairly convincing. If we're going to do that side by side actor, real person thing that we often do. Wow! Now, this movie, Blonde, over at Netflix, uh, is uh, the first NC seventeen offering from the streaming service. Okay, alrighty. Going to be like porn. Well, uh, NC (laughs) seventeen. Is the rating where it means no kids allowed because mm-hmm. the rated R, a rated R movie, the kids can go technically if they're accompanied by an adult. This movie's like, sorry, if you're not 17 years old, you can't come in. Right. Now, I mean, it's Netflix because if you're going to be watching it on the streaming service, I mean, who, or what are they going to do about it? Right. Uh, but this movie is based on the 2000 book by Joyce Carol Oates and it's scheduled to re- be released this September. Okay. There's, well, there's been a I'm, lot of back and forth. I mean, she looks about beautiful. I don't does. know how Marilyn-y this looks to me in terms of reality, but I don't imagine that's going to be distracting too long because, of course, she'll inhabit the actual role, and we'll probably, you know, not be so concerned about any physical comparisons. Yeah, it's interesting because I was just looking at the still shots, and she looks a lot like Marilyn, and then I started to play the teaser trailer and you see her talking in the beginning and I'm like, oh, no, that's no. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, yeah. 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 So this is out in September. Going to make its debut, I believe, at the Venice Film Festival. And then Kim Kardashian will be wearing all of her costumes from this We're done with her. When we return, Holly, thank you for that dirt alert. She ruined it. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to solve some pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items. Holly will deliver them to us. We will attempt to solve them in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Well, we've got some pop culture mysteries to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley yeah, Trainer. That's my name. And Holly's going to bring us these mysteries. We will attempt to solve them in a segment we call Blinded by the Item. item. Blinded by the Item. Oh, oh hey, Cher. Got a celebrity gossip mystery. Like, a mystery like, with us. Okay. I see what you did there. That's like horse share. Oh, <laughs> Wilbur. <laughs> Now that's a crossover yeah. that we should see. I'm here for that. Let's solve this blind item before we get to that, though. Okay. This is confirmed. Mm-hmm. You know the host, actor, slash prolific baby maker? Well, there is this A-list mostly television actor slash writer who also has a special relationship with him. Okay, well, I'm assuming that's Nick Cannon. Yeah. Oh, baby maker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the key end. Mm-hmm. He uh, hosts a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, now, what am I looking for? A writer, actor? A minus list, mostly television actress slash writer who has a special relationship with Nick Cannon. Like uh, is making very a hand special gesture. Relationship? I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yes, I think it's that kind of okay, relationship, thanks. Colleen. Thanks. thanks. Uh, <laughs> As if I wasn't like familiar what she was saying. <laughs> Thanks for the heads up. Okay, uh, female writer. 
I mean, actor, acty person, mm-hmm. actor, television actor slash writer. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Tina Fey. I was gonna say Amy Poehler. No, to both, but okay. you're close. Okay. Uh, Whoa. Really? Okay. Uh, okay. Who's close? Who's close to that? I mean, close-ish. Okay. Like close as in Saturday Is Night she Live. More acti- or actory or more writery? Uh, these days I would say she's more writery. And to Colleen's question, is she Saturday Night Livey? No, she's not oh. Saturday Night Livey, but she's funny. Ah. Amy Schumer? No. Chelsea Handler? Uh, also no. Uh, um. Do we say television actor mm-hmm. or just actor? Mostly TV. Mostly TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else is doing mostly TV but acts? Lena Dunham is married. Who's your so it's not Grey's her. Anatomy lady? Does she write? Ellen Pompeo. I don't know. I'm just trying to come up with <laughs> I just, names. Uh, yeah, no, I know. Shonda Rhimes is not an actress. True. No. Oh, Mindy Kaling? There you go. Whoa! Pew, pew! What? Okay. That came out of nowhere. Yeah, it did. So Mindy Kaling apparently has a special relationship with Nick Cannon. Wow. 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 Do you think that those two like blind items or I shouldn't say blind items, but because they both have blind items attached to them and her blind items have always been around who's the father of her children Mm -hmm. uh, or child. She only has one child. Two. Two. Okay. Yeah. She had a pandemic baby that was like secret baby Baby. man. Yeah. Or girl. I don't know. I don't remember. Anyway. um, Do you think those are connected in some way? Listen, oh. I mean, nobody knows. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. nobody knows. But he, I well, will I know say he this. Has a new, he talked about having a um, new child on the way for 2022, right? Yes. And I think we know who the mother oh, is okay. of that child. But, but I will say this. If he were the parent of her children, yeah. you know, she. I could see why Mindy Kaling, for her own career, might want to keep that quiet. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, that her career wasn't like that, so that they weren't entangled okay. career wise. Sure. Interesting. Yeah. I just, I, uh, that was not the first name, obviously, no. that came to our uh, lips. Mm-mm. Ready to solve Yeah, let's yes. do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Blinded by the idol. Here's a quickie celebrity gossip mystery. This A minus list actress slash director just bought herself a six figure engagement ring. Oh. And do we know she's engaged? She's going to be, perhaps. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, she's going to be, perhaps, means we don't. Mm-hmm. She's not engaged yeah. yet. No. But she bought herself a ring, and she's getting ready to engage yeah. herself. Engage. Engage. A-minus list. Do we know who she's with? Yes. Is this, like, a big deal relationship? Yes. And it was actor slash what? Director. Actor, director. Uh, let's go through all the obvious suspects of people that are together. Are they? In, do we think of them oh. as in a publationship? Yes. Olivia Wilde. Oh, yes. Sing to the dawn. Yes. Oof. So Olivia Wilde just bought herself a six-figure engagement ring. Okay. <sighs> the, <sighs> what? I don't. You're having issues. I don't want this. I don't want this. Why? I don't want this. Oh my God. Why? You don't want somebody else's no, happiness? No, I don't want <gasps> this because I don't know. I don't want this. Well, uh, but you need to be a little more specific. I don't know. It's a lot. I, you know, first of all, I just feel like <laughs> I don't buy the publicationship a oh, lot. Oh, okay. And like, 
I don't know. She and she and Jason Sudeikis never were married, right? Correct. They were never married. So I just find it this and people are people and they get to make their own choices. Yeah, and you get to have your own opinions. And I get to have my own opinions. But I, I find it really I find it really difficult to believe that she was with Jason Sudeikis for a very long time, had children with him, and never bought an engagement ring for herself. But do you and want did that situation and then has been with Harry Styles for like not long. But do you wonder, and have you seen this before? Because I feel like we have where people wanted something, didn't get it, found someone, got it all. Yeah. And then the person that they were with first time around is like, oh, so I thought you didn't want all those things. Or Brad Pitt. Or mm-hmm. Jason Sudeikis didn't want those things. Mm-hmm. She did. And now she's found someone who wants them too. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's. All I guess I don't possible. of the like uh, uh, of the the like arched eyebrow things that I have for this couple. That's not one of them, but to me, it's like they, regardless of what's happening on the inside, they are so clearly using their relationship for publicity, right. and, I, and I don't blame them in that regard any more than I would any other celebrity who does it. But I guess I don't have a feeling one way or the other of what's really going because I mean, who knows what right. you know? He does seem like kind of a free spirit. But, yeah, that's the other thing is I just don't see. People are sometimes people are far different on the inside, yeah. than what they put on on the outside. You're right, Bradley. I'm just saying You're there's right. room for all of us to be it's happy, true. Colleen. It's true. I want you to be happy. I'm good. What's going to make you happy? I'm another blind item. Okay, good. Blinded by the item. Now we need to revisit this blind item because we guessed wrong. Yay! It has now been confirmed with two different names. Let's revisit this. Okay. This A slash A minus list dual threat actress with at least one movie franchise was out of town and got into a very obvious fight uh, with her husband mm-hmm. in a hotel lobby. And T. Lawyer is really shocked they haven't divorced yet. So we said Jennifer Lawrence for that one. Yep. I remember. We were wrong. And we were incorrect. Okay. So were any of our incorrect guesses correct? Yes. Oh. oh okay. Okay. So dual well, let's go threat. Back in time. With Dual, a franchise. With the franchise. Yes. That means it's. Uh-huh. That means it is. Everybody knows. Is it a superhero experience? No, it's actually oh. an animated franchise. Oh. oh, nope. Okay. I have no okay. clue. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Amy Poehler? No. <laughs> um. Is it like a Disney animated franchise? Yes. Is it like a Toy Story? Menzel. (laughs) No to both of you. (laughs) Who's the sister in Frozen? It's the only Disney movie I know. Kristen Bell? Yes. Oh! Got there. Oof. Who's she married to? Dax Dax Shepard. Yes. So... He really this. does not like this couple. No. So Kristen Bell was out of town and got into a very obvious fight with Dax Shepard in a hotel lobby. Now, NT Lawyer says he's shocked that they haven't divorced yet. That's interesting. Why do you say he doesn't like them? Because I want to say that he was saying some stuff a couple years ago, even about like Dax having an affair. And there were rumors about Dax having an affair with the 
um, woman who helps produce his podcast. Mm, mm-hmm, who's yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, there's been rumors right. about you know trouble in paradise, but um, yeah. And I just think he. I I I I don't, I don't remember why, but I know we've had other blind items sure. where yeah. I felt like oh, empty. Doesn't not a big not a big Dax uh, fan. All right. Well, I'm glad we cleared that. Yeah. Up no because kidding. Clearly, we were wrong. Yes. Um. Do you have another shorty house? Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, let's do one about kindness. Oh. So this is, is like a happy healed. blind item. This is a happy blind I item. I like these. I love these. This is not the first time this A minus list actress slash singer has been included in a kindness item. This time, it's because she's paying the rent for two apartments for two separate families. Plus, this past year, she also paid for school supplies and clothes. Oh. For the kids in each family. Oh, that's what is cool. this? Who is this again? An actress? A minus list singer, actress and singer, Act- actress and singer. Mm-hmm. Is she? Duff. No, is she actory? Uh, more actory or more singery? I would say equal parts. Oh, okay. Uh, equal parts. Vanessa actor. Hudgens doesn't sing, does she? Yes, she does. She but, does, but it's not her. Uh, Zendaya. Not Zendaya. Uh, um, uh, uh, Lindsay Lohan. Not Lindsay Lohan. Uh, <laughs> Oof. Okay, 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 okay. I'm trying to think of the last movie this person was in. Uh, Let me look for you. So they do more movies. Uh, yeah, more movies okay. than anything. They're not a television actor. They are okay. a uh, cinema actor. Are we in not, like Hillary Duff Town? Uh, this person's younger than Hillary oh. Duff. So oh. this person... Let me calculate their age. They're in their 20s. Okay. This is like not our area of expertise. Um, well, and they did do a television series. I'd like to correct mm. the record. Uh, that was over on Apple TV Plus, And that show just wrapped up, I Miley believe, after Cyrus. three seasons. No. Uh, oh, an Apple TV Plus show that wrapped up after three seasons. Yes. Uh. Oh and I believe God. they were nominated for an Oscar, an Academy Award, back oh in 2010. And it's not Selena Gomez. And it's not Selena oh Gomez. God, these Younger. are so hard. I know. Why is this I don't so know young people in their 20s who do things. Is, this a po- <laughs> is she a poppy, poppy singer? Indeed. And quite successful at it. Not, not, not Ariana Olivia Brown. Rodrigo? Uh, a little older than that. Ashley Tisdale. Not the Tiz. Ashley Simpson. Not the Tiz. And not even Ashley Simpson. She is too old for that. I'm I'm going over to the Twitter to see if anybody is telling us, and no, they're not. It would be Haley Steinfeld. I would never have gotten that. Neither would I. Okay, well, apparently. What show was she in? Dickinson. Oh, the show yeah. about Emily Dickinson. Yes, All and right. I believe she was nominated for an Academy Award wow, for her performance for her. in the movie True Grit. Well, she's well, a good person, apparently. Read that blind yeah, that's item. beautiful. Yeah, so Haley Steinfeld apparently paying the uh, the rent for two apartments for two different families and also buying all the clothes and the school supplies for the kids. Well, that's wonderful. I love that. That is, uh, I love it when we can finish on a good note. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when I know that the turn we're about to take will uh, will have us... Arriving at Petty Corner, because we're going to get petty. Petty When we come back, Holly, thank you for those blind items. We'll be back on Petty Corner with a petty story about some petty celebs after this on My Talk 107.1. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 107.1. 
I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello there, uh, people. Uh, hello. And um, we need to take a little trip down to Petty Corner. Let's go. Can you tell me how to get, how to get to Petty Corner? The only thing pettier than biatching about a celebrity getting special treatment is yet another celebrity biatching about a celebrity getting special treatment. You guys, this time we need to talk about Boy George. And he's biatching about another celebrity. When was the last time we were talking about Boy George? Uh, Do you really want to hurt me? He wants to hurt Victoria Beckham. (laughs) Oh, Uh, Yeah, no, it's true. Um, So he apparently uh, is not happy with her, and I'll tell you why. There is a tweet. Nice touch for British... This is my favorite kind of tweet, by the way, when you tag an airline. Mm -hmm. Unless it has something to do with, like, your travel plans that you can't communicate through whatever... You know, anyway, moral of the story. Or Uh, any business, for that matter. This is just, like, this is my favorite. Mm -hmm. Nice touch for at British Airways to leave everyone in first class waiting for steps while Victoria Beckham's car picks her up at the airport. Proper gonna avoid flying BA for a while, which is British for I ain't doing that. Okay, can we just talk about this? Yeah. Nice touch for British Airways to leave everyone in first class waiting for steps because Victoria Beckham's car is pulling up to the first class uh, door. Do you realize how bitchy that sounds and how double bougie bougie bitchy (laughs) because you're complaining about your treatment in first class, sir. Right. Like, I don't know, boy, George, if you've been on an airplane um, recently where you have not been in the first class area. Yeah. Um, But I guarantee you the however long you waited in your first class seat was far less uncomfortable than the whole flight was for everybody else. Yes. Yes. Um, I mean, really. And then to like tag the airline. Like, is this relatable? Not a zero. Zero relatable. It's none relatable. Zero relatable. Um, But you know what is even more delicious about this entire story? So again, imagine you're on first class. And first of all, okay, if I were going to tweet about this experience, it would go as follows. OMG, you guys. Victoria Beckham is on my flight in first class. Mm -hmm. And would you believe that we all got to sit down and wait until Mm -hmm. she gets to get off the plane in her car, which, by the way, gets to pull right up to the Mm -hmm. airplane? Wouldn't it be fun if we had that life? Yeah. Right. Like, I would be fascinated, mildly perturbed, like if I was in a hurry or there was a transfer or something I Mm -hmm. needed to get to. What do we call that? Connection. Uh, Yeah. Connection flight. Um because uh, I try not to do those. I don't like connections. Oh, listen! I will pay. I will pay listen top to us, dollar. <laughs> Excuse me, for Delta. Direct. How do you not have direct flights to Bimini? <laughs> oh, the nerve! I'm going to tag them right now on Twitter. Mm, show them. No, but um, so like I would be like, I think that's a story. Is my point? Yes. But like, know your audience. Yeah. Like none of us can relate to that experience. Like, ugh. I didn't get my seven grain salmon salad in first class because Victoria Beckham took the last one. That is not relatable. Meanwhile, again, person in the back row of the airplane is like, can I just get some crumbled up Biscoffs? Um, Mm -hmm. Exactly. So I saw this story and I thought, well, that's kind of biatchy. But wait, 
There's more. more. Apparently, Boy George is really not a fan of the Spice Girls, and it goes way back. And in fact, I love the Daily Mail for being uh, such a purveyor of Petty Corner Junction because sometimes Petty Corner Corner, Corner Junction. Sometimes we love the Daily Mail because sometimes they really deliver. It goes. Do you really want to hurt them? (laughs) Inside Boy George's bitter feud with the Spice Girls. And then what you learn is really it's not so much a bitter feud as like he just has complete and utter disdain for them and has called them among other things. And by the way, Boy George is not a quiet, uh, soft-spoken individual on many issues, some of which I don't agree with. And so I'm not here to defend Boy George at all. I'm here to enjoy Petty Corner, mm-hmm. especially the one between him and the Spice Girls where in, he talks about this time when, by the way, he was on that Jackie O uh, what's that show called? Remember Australia Radio, Jackie O show? Yeah, uh, Kyle. Kyle and Jackie O. Yeah. And he had talked about Zach how... Zach Efron's friend, Kyle. Oh, don't even get me started. Don't I... Don't get me started. He went to a radio station once where she was at and asked her to write something funny on a napkin, and she was like, no, and then she wrote on the napkin, to the bitch, bleep off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So there's some frosty between these two. Oh, my word. And apparently she was so frosty, perhaps, because, well, in the past... He has gone so far as to ban one of his acts on The Voice from singing a Spice Girls ballad. In 2016, he that said... That sounds vaguely familiar. The Spice Girls are awful. I hate them. They've just got nothing to say. Girl power, yeah, and what the bleep is girl power? Bleep the Spice Girls. They're a cynical corporate creation and the proof that a good stylist is more important than a good melody. I mean... <laughs> he, oh, don't hold back, did boy, you, George. Did you wonder why Victoria Beckham called right? you a biatch on your napkin? Right? Uh. Also, also, in the storyline I've invented uh, she called her car to the first class just for her just to tick oh, him I, off. Yeah, I wouldn't oh, be surprised. That's delicious. Oof. Oh, that's I could go on stuff. by the way there's a whole list. Feel free to read that at your leisure on the Daily Mail. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show what was the horrible team building exercise you had to do for work? 651-641-1071 Give us a call. We'll talk after this on My Talk 107.